Netflix next greenlit show is just gonna be like, like a fighting like, one. Like, it's like MMA, but like that's how you get the dates. Love at first fight. I'm Michelle. And I'm DJ. And this is Roses and Rejections, a podcast where we talk about all things Bachelor Nation. Woohoo! Except today. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's like, this is, um, I've talked about this before, but it's so funny. It's been so long since the yes. Bachelor quote-unquote off-season yes. that, like, we need to, like, call the pod something else. No, I'm fine like, still what, calling it Roses and Rejections. No, no, I know, but, like, it needs, like, a nickname. It's, like, Roses and Rejections. Like, you know, uh, go on vacation or, like, something oh. like that. <laughs> right? It's like the, um, like an anime when you do the filler episodes. Yeah, yeah. It's like, like that's what this is, right? Yeah. These are, like, our, they're literally filler episodes while we wait for the next thing of the bachelor yes. to happen yes so uh we're back we missed you guys yeah we uh, want we binged the whole season of love is blind season two yeah pretty pretty good yeah. so it's it's amazing what you could do when you don't have to watch all the bachelor stuff yeah it's true and then like, like binge... even like you know and and when you get two weeks in between it's yeah. amazing yeah it's great watch so much content uh yeah. but before that uh, we are going to talk a little bit about the Oscars. I know, Michelle. Can you believe that Army of the Dead won fan favorite <laughs> film and Spider Man No Way Home got four? Craziest <laughs> thing that happened all night. Uh, it was kind of insane to see that that's what they assume the fan favorite was. I'm like, does, well, no, I, no, it's it's voted on by the fans. The by the oh right 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 it's an internet vote it's a, they got right. trolled yes they absolutely got trolled. don't they know they can't trust the internet to oh, vote on things apparently not <laughs> like i feel like i feel like we should have learned that when lays asked people to name their chips oh my gosh i forgot about which was this. a problem and we mcdonald's asked people to create their own burgers and there was if i remember correctly there was one burger that was just all lettuce in between two slices of bread <laughs> i forget what, what it was called what was Bodie mcboatface what do you mean? That was, um, they asked people to name boats it, it, or something? It, it was for, like, some kind of thing, and they and the internet landed on Bodie McBoatface, and yep. they didn't use it. That was the biggest yeah, crime. Yeah. Those monsters. It's not even that bad, Bodie McBoatface. Yeah. Like, the one with the lays was, uh, I remember that getting pretty... That was incendiary, right? Or, or, or at least, like, um, like bad word use. Got a little anti-Semitic. Okay. So, <laughs> right, so I was right. Yes, was, yeah. Okay, well, um, Yeah. So... Just kidding, folks. So we uh, don't trust... Uh, by now, I feel like it's pretty clear the internet should not be trusted to vote on things. Yeah. Like, that feels, like, very simple. Yeah. But because of that, they said that... Army of, Army the, of the Dead was the fan favorite. And that's the only thing that happened during the Oscars. That was crazy. Well, it's funny because the other vote was also, like, a troll thing. Yeah, the... Where um, they said that the the most audience applause came from... Flash, Flash entering, entering the... the sp- Speed Force. The Speed Force. I think we all entered the Speed Force that night <laughs> by by via our Twitter timeline. Okay. So if somehow you don't know what happened, but there's no way. I feel yeah. like there's no, if you own a computer or TV because it's all. If you have been watching any kind of media or ingesting any kind of media, you know what happens. Yes. But if we're the first... Hey, we get to break some news. First of all, if we're the first, wow. (laughs) But here we go. Like, like, um, thank you. You're such a loyal listener. We're the only piece of media you consume. (laughs) Um, So, yeah. uh, The Will Smith thing, right? Yes. So, okay. um, I will say that um, 
I don't like brag too much, but I did win the Pop Breaks Oscar pool, yeah. which means I got to um, host with Tommy Tracy, who also won on the Pop Breaks Way Too Early Oscar podcast. So you can go there for my for really everyone's uh, myself, Marissa, Matt, Tommy, all of our thoughts on the Oscars, uh, Will Smith slap, and other things. Yeah, the Encanto song, the the, the all the stuff with Dune, Megan Thee Stallion, everything. Um, but we wanted to cover the slap because yes. um, it's just it's insane. Yes. Now let let. Let's do just a let's go over briefly what happened for sure. anyone who maybe they don't know the full story. I don't know. We'll give a recap. It was and again not to not to, not to push our uh, glasses all the way up into the nose of our bridge right into our eyes. The nose of our bridge. The bridge of our nose. <laughs> thank you. Uh, we were watching live as it happened in real time, so we get to give this like really unique experience of like us personally, like yeah. what it, what it was like for us to play out yep. in real time. So yep. why, don't, why don't you go for it? Okay, so. <laughs> Chris Rock was on stage. He was about to announce one of the awards. Best documentary. Best documentary. So he was about to announce best documentary. But he's Chris Rock, so he does a little stand-up comedy first. Yeah. And he's hosted the Oscars before, so I feel like it's a setting he's comfortable with. Yes. It's kind of something he... Is his vibe. Now, Will Smith and... What's her name? Uh, Jada Pinkett Smith. Jada Smith. Um, you gotta say the whole thing. Jada it's like Pinkett pimp, Smith. It's like, it's, like, it's like a pimp name subject. No, I'm just kidding. Okay. Um, they were sitting, let's call it front row. Like, it, in term, they were in these weird kind of pod things, but, like, there was no one sitting in front of Will Smith I kinda, and Jada. I kind of liked it. So, normally they do it, it's just, like, full theater seating. Yeah, yeah. But this was, it was, like, theater seating for the back, but up front they had, like, tables. Yeah, it was, like, tables. For, like, the front, front, front runner people. Yeah, yeah. Which was, like, kind of cool. Yeah, I liked nice. it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's visually different. It you also, know. it felt more, like comfortable yeah you know like yeah. for them too like they weren't all sitting in a line like they yeah. got to kind of like see each other and yeah. like stuff like that and it was done like by movie so like you know yeah. it was like there was the king they were the king richard table yeah, yeah. and then there was like the coda table yeah. so it was i liked it yeah me too um okay so will smith and jada pickett smith were like front and center yeah because it's will smith because right but one of the most famous people there right and we'll get into that yeah but um, Chris Rock decides that it's a good idea to make a joke at Jada Pickett Smith and her ensemble for the night. Sure. Now, Jada Pickett Smith is like bald or like looks like a shaved head. Yeah, and she has alopecia, which is an autoimmune disease where like you have to shave your head. Yes. I can't grow hair. Right. Okay. So shaved head, by the way, killing it. Like absolutely rocking yeah, it. Yeah, she looked fine. I didn't know that she had alopecia. Alopecia. I think most people did. Honestly, I just thought she was rocking a shaved head, and like she was yeah. rocking it. So you actually made that comment during the red carpet, I think. I, yeah, we were so up and down during yeah. the red carpet that I didn't catch it. But um, but she had this dark green dress on yeah. as well. So Chris Rock made a joke calling her GI Jane. Yeah, she was like, oh, can't wait for the sequel, G.I. Jane 2. Yeah. Which is, like, a dumb joke. It wasn't even a and, good joke. And, like, in that movie, like, the, the the main woman, like, shaves her head. I forget who's in G.I. Jane 2. It doesn't matter, right? Yeah. But she shaves her head. So, yeah. um, she had, like, an adverse reaction to this joke. Right. Now, I'm sure... I've, I've heard that he's poked fun at her in the past. He made a joke in 2016 because 
she boycotted the yes. Oscars because that was like the Oscars so white year. Yeah. And he's like, oh, Jada Pinkett Smith uh, boycotting the Oscars. That's like me boycotting Rihanna's panties. Just wasn't invited. Mm. Again, like, yeah, whatever. It's a dumb joke. Yeah, dumb joke. Agreed. But I'm sure that like, it leaves a bad taste in your mouth. Sure. If you're Jada Pinkett Smith. Yeah. Like, leaves a bad taste in your mouth. And now... He's making this joke at you, which is not just a joke at you or your actions, but something that you can't control. Yeah. Um, which is probably, it might be a, a sensitive topic for you yeah. that maybe you're overcoming, but for someone to make fun of you for it, it might be yeah. very difficult. And by the way, Chris Rock didn't know this, apparently. Right. Like, he was not aware that right. this, like, wasn't a choice or a thing. It was right, just, right. like, a condition, right? Right. Yeah. Right. He happened to make fun of something that hit a nerve that he yeah. didn't realize. He stepped on a landmine. And I don't Basically, think he, yeah. he was ready for it. <laughs> so her face when he says the joke speaks volumes. Yeah. They zoom back to Chris Rock. He, I can't even remember what he started to say. Because all of a sudden he got kind of quiet. Because Will Smith started to walk up on stage. Yeah, so he saw he saw like Will Smith. He's like, oh, and he like he made a yeah. joke. Oh, King Richard, right? Yeah. As like Will Smith is like approaching him. Will Smith. Walks up onto the stage, approaches Chris Rock, and with the quickest motion that I could even imagine, smacks Chris Rock across the face. Now, so fast was this motion that there was no way Chris Rock could have, like, dodged it or anything. I don't think he knew what was going to happen, Chris Rock. He didn't think that. Sure. He didn't think that. But especially because, like, the, the way that Will Smith approached him. Like, the the way that he walked up, it's not like he, like, ran up there. It's not that he yeah, looked like he, he was like going to, like, strutted. punch him. He kind of, like, strutted up. And then just the, I swear it was the fastest motion, just, like, smacked him across the face. And and then Chris Rock was like, wow. And then it was just bleeped for yep. a long time. He lost, like, ten seconds of audio. Yeah, we heard a tiny, there was a tiny bit that cut in where you could hear Will Smith screaming, but then it cut yep. out again. Yep. And you didn't hear what he said, but you could hear that he was yelling something. And at some point, you were able to lip-read Will Smith because it was very deliberate and yelling. It was, keep my wife's name out your effing mouth. Except he didn't say effing. Yeah, he said the actual word. And it it was like, oh, wow. So in that moment, you're like, I guess this is real? Yeah. Because the audio cut and, like, he looked mad. Oh, yeah. He he sounded mad. He was mad. Um, And then poor Chris Rock had to continue, like, announcing I, the documentary. I, I just, I, I, oh my god, Chris Rock. Uh, number one, incredible chin. Yeah. Took that like a champ. Yeah. I would have been sobbing on the ground. I, I would have just been on the ground crying. <laughs> just, like, so mad. Will Smith just sucker punched <laughs> me in the face in front of everyone. Yeah. On TV in front of millions of people. I'm just, like, in front of my mom. My mom's probably watching, right? <laughs> Like, I don't know, like, Chris Rock and his parents are, like, still around or whatever, like, yeah. kids or whatever, but, like, people in his family, like, Oh, yeah, absolutely. So, so number one, incredible chin. Number two, uh, incredible composure. Like, okay, so, I, Michelle and I talked about this, like, before, and it's like, do we, like, talk about this? Because it's, like, we're not a movie podcast, no. and Pop Rick has a movie podcast. We're talking about this because, like, and I said this on the Way Too Early Oscar podcast, this was, like, a reality TV show moment. Yes. Like, like this is, like, something, like, and, and I said to you, like, us as people who, like, watch TV, right? Yes. Like, 
you know, we watch wrestling, right? So yeah. what's the one rule with wrestling? If it's on TV, it's a work. Work yeah. means staged, right? Yeah, yeah. You very rarely see a shoot, but when we, you do see it, it jumps off the page, yes. right? Yes. Um. So we're just like watching this and like we're going crazy. I wish you could have seen our faces as it happened because there was just astonished look. Those that like however long it took. If it was a minute, if it was five minutes, I don't lost track of time. Felt like three hours of us staring at a screen with no sound coming of our TV because they yep. bleeped it all out. Not bleeped it, but like like just cut the they audio. Dumped it. Yeah, they dumped the yeah. sound. So yeah. we were just staring at our TV like. Oh my god! <laughs> and this is like one of those like live television moments that like you rarely get even more because like I, like we said like even the Bachelor isn't enough to go full live. Yeah, they go live to tape, right? Yeah, yeah. They're not brave enough to do that because no. like I can't. I was I was thinking about this thought experiment because like I really wanted to tie this to like the podcast, like what we do, just to, like make it interesting yeah. and take like a different angle on it. And I'm like. What would be like the equivalent, right? Like, like who would like go up and like, because things get heated all the time, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. could you imagine if like I don't know if like Shanae said some like off the wall stuff and like one of the women just got up and smacked her in the face? <laughs> I would love that. But you would go crazy because you'd be like, they can't do that. That's not allowed. I think that the thing that made it feel more surreal to me was that it was these two celebrities. Yeah. Like, and not like wrestling celebrities. Like, not like. Fighting celebrities. Like, these were just two people's, like, acting celebrities. Well, and, and the, one, the one funny thing I read that, like, it resonates so well. It's like, I looked into it, and that guy who smacked him is an actor. So this thing is definitely staged. <laughs> but, like, not only was it, like, he's an actor, it's Will Smith. Mm-hmm. He's, like, wholesome, wholesome. If it was, like, Wesley Snipes, and I'm yeah. not, like, trying to stereotype, right? But I'm just saying, given past performance, if it was Wesley Snipe who like went up there and like smacked him real hard i've been like yeah man well that guy's seen some shit yeah <laughs> right but like will smith will smith at the height of like when gangster rap was so popular he was doing nah your parents just don't understand yeah like yeah. that's will smith he i think i read this point in the new york times he's won 10 nickelodeon kids <laughs> choice awards i know that seems meaningless but it just gives you an idea of like what kind of person that is this is like john cena doing that yeah like it's someone who people think is like wholesome now i will say this and you know like us reality tv show podcasts we talk about reality news sometimes will smith is a person who has been like cuckled in front of everyone with his wife right where like you know talking about open relationship and like he's just had to like take a lot of abuse because it's never happened to me publicly or privately but i assume being cuckold sucks yeah i assume it happening publicly is the worst thing imaginable right so i i just it, it it's just crazy that that guy was the guy who like did this thing yes yeah i i won so it's hard to say. It seems like, um, and I'm just going to, just for the sake of this conversation, so Will Smith won the Best Actor Award. He did, for and, uh, his performance in King Richard yes, as Richard was, Williams. Which was great. Yeah. Um, his speech was very emotionally charged. Yeah, yeah, like, that's a good way to put it. Not, not like angry, but like he was like crying through a lot of his speech and I can't help but wonder, like, what are you dealing with outside of this moment that is leading this not stereotypical Will Smith vibes, like getting up and hitting someone across the face and then your acceptance speech being very, like, emotionally charged? Like, what is 
happening? Are you okay? <laughs> like, I, I, I had read this and I didn't, I didn't have this per, I don't have this purview, you know, one, not a woman, duh, two, never been like in a, like abusive relationship, like, like physically abusive relationship, but uh, apparently, and this is just for me reading, a, a, some of the language she was using was like common, like abuser language, and I'm not saying that about Will Smith, but as an example, love will make you do crazy things. Yes. Like that is textbook number one, if like I did something bad. Yeah. And I allegedly love you. I will wrap it in the package of love will make you do mm-hmm, crazy things. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not saying that is Will Smith, but it is the language of someone who seems to take their passion yeah. and kind of go about it in weird ways, including hitting a person during an award show. Like, I can't. This this is the reason you're probably hearing about it from us for <laughs> the 50th time on day three is because it's the biggest thing ever. Yeah. It just is. Yeah. Right? At least, okay, the biggest thing in, like, reality news ever. Oh. Yeah. I don't want to say it's the biggest thing ever. This is dumb and stupid and doesn't yeah. actually matter. Right. But, like, yes. in terms of entertainment news. I just wanted to put that asterisk no, on it's, biggest yeah, it's thing good. ever. It's good. It's good. It's good. Okay. It's, um, you know, it's certainly not, uh, I don't know, I'm just pulling something out of thin air, um, a Crypto.com ad right <laughs> after a moment of silence for Ukrainian refugees to, like, remember you, like, hey, crypto. Yeah. Those right. Ukrainian refugees. Sorry. Yeah. If you want to hear DJ rants about them, or you can listen to the Oscars podcast. I did bring that up because I was so. I know. Mad. I know you did. That's what I'm saying. I can't wait till we get a BachelorCrypto.com ad so I can really talk about it. Okay. Um, but it's it's like the biggest entertainment thing ever, right? Yeah. This This dwarfs Kanye Taylor Swift. This dwarfs La La Land Moonlight. Um, like it's just anything else that you could conjure up in in your head. This this dwarfs it. So everyone's talking about it, and yep. it's. It's funny because now we're at, like, the fun, like, think piece era of this where it's like, what does this mean for society? Mm. Oh, what if it was Amy Schumer up there? What if it was blah, blah, blah? <laughs> oh, no, the, the think pieces are incredible. Oh, yeah. It, I remember I remember right after it happened, the, some people and some of the things that are being said, I'm like, all right, guys. Some people are really quick to the think pieces. Sometimes you got to yeah. give them a little time to burn. The the, the the one in the New York Times by Wesley Morris, who is the New York Times film critic, he was like... Um, you know, people are just frustrated from being, like, you know, cooped up in pandemic. And I'm like, I don't know how you draw the line from that to Willis smacking him in the face, but, like, I don't think there's much there. Yeah. Like, it's, okay, right? He got mad, hit him in the face. Is it wrong? Obviously. Do I get why I did it? Kinda? Like, yeah. I'm not excusing the behavior, it's just, like, I'm not, I don't want to say I'm not shocked, because that's, like, cr- like crazy. I was, like, shocked in watching it. But, like, after evaluating all of the bits, like, mm-hmm. like you would, you know, if you're analyzing something, it's like, all right, those pieces fit. Like, right. if it was, if it was the assistant makeup uh, person for the eyes of Tammy Faye got there and smacked her swag, I'd be like, what? Just that? I'm what? I don't understand. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's crazy. It's yeah. crazy. What would have to be in like the bachelor realm for like, like this is another thing piece is like. Does this give a permission structure for mm, people no. in award shows? That I start yes. and everyone. I promise you, there's just going to be more security during the next awards thing, or like the actors are going to have to sign something like legally saying that they're not going to get up and assault anyone or something like that. Do you think they have metal detectors when they go in? Metal detectors? Yeah, that's a good question. Because why would you, right? Nothing's going to happen. It's the Oscars. But they like, might have metal detectors do- for like. 
the guests. Yeah, like maybe that. But like my, my point is like, is Will Smith walking through a metal detector? Because like I know this is crazy. We'll be like, pull the knife on him. Oh my god! All right. Here's all I'm saying. Just smacked him across the face. Do you expect? Here's a good question. Do you expect during a future like mental all for like physical assault to happen? No. Really? You don't think this like opens up the no. the really? Yeah. You think it's like a isolated one time incident that yes. won't really be replicated in a live or semi live format moving forward? Yes. Interesting. Because I think that for anyone to think that they can get away with something that Will Smith did, they'd have to be stupid. Like Will Smith got away with this because he's Will Smith. I think that there's there was a small handful of people in that audience who could have gotten away with it, and he was one of them. I don't imagine reality TV stars, like standard reality TV persons, I don't even want to call them stars. D-list celebrities. Not even celebrities, just like like the contestants on The Bachelor. I'm yeah. not going to call them celebrities. Like, they're not celebrities. They just yeah. go on the show to try to, yeah. quote-unquote, find love. But, um... Get like, Instagram I don't. I don't imagine any of them punching each other. Like... Okay. They, the security would throw them out so fast. Like, yeah, it's so true. fast. Yeah. I, like, know. I don't, and I don't imagine them thinking, oh, yeah, I can get away with it because Will Smith got away with it. Because if you put yourself on the same level as Will Smith, it's like you, if you think that you can, you're not. Like, you can't. Sinead, like, Sinead probably does. Sinead probably thinks she is. doesn't have the walls to smack anyone. Yeah, like, true. Do, do you think he got away with it, though? Quote unquote, got away with it? I mean, I think he has these, um, I mean, okay, he got away with it in the sense that he got to stay for the rest of the night. I don't think he got fined for it, no. but I don't... Yeah, okay, he didn't get fined for it. Uh, and he still won his award. So I'm going to go ahead and say he got away with it in the sense that, like, not there was no immediate repercussions except for all this social media backlash and me- just media in general backlash. Yeah. Backlash, as in just bringing it up and some people having hot takes and some people not. But overall, I would say, yes, he got away with it. I, I, I will say that, like, I think the... And we'll wrap this up because I know we're going to talk about other stuff. It's, yes. just, it's just so fun. Remember when you were like, this will take two minutes. <laughs> I know. I like. I know. Uh, <laughs> it's just so fun to talk about. And I haven't... Well, I should say I haven't had an outlet. But I'll take any outlet I can get. Um, what What's... I think his public image took a hit. So I think that is a cost, although minor. Um, I'm sure his insurance, ra- his insurance rates for future products are going to go up. Yes. I will say, you know, who, who did have to pay costs for this like uh quest love who won the best documentary for uh summer of soul yes like right after like no one yeah. listened to that speech. Yeah. even we were just like talking over it um the williams sisters that really sucks for them because like they could have had like a cool moment where yeah. it's like oh man this story like about our dad and a journey and blah 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 and i'm just like yeah because all these oscars are now or it's the oscars will will smith hit chris rock yeah that's all it is Feel bad for the code of people. Like, because all the press and all the questions were like, yo, so what about that thing that happened? Yeah, it's a shame. Yeah. It's a real shame. Because, like, especially for the code of people, because they were yeah. great and, like, I loved them. But, yeah. I was thinking about this too. Like, because a lot of the people at the code table were deaf, mm. like, how did they experience what happened? Like, like, was was the people like signing them, like, keep my wife's name out of your fucking mouth? Will Smith sure. just smacked the. I mean, we saw. We saw the interpreters signing yeah. the speeches. Like, they were signing so fast. Yeah. I'm sure that they were, <laughs> they were keeping them up. Like, hey, here's what's going on. <laughs> in fact, uh, kind of kind of an advantage because they can talk about it. Like, out that's loud. Really, yeah, that was crazy. Oh, yeah. My, oh, my, yeah, like, they can talk about it while everyone else has to be quiet because there's, just, like, shit going on. What the hell is G.I. Jane? <laughs> that's not fair. You don't know that they haven't watched G.I. Jane. <laughs> oh, my God. All right, you got anything else? 
No, I'm ready to move on to like what we actually came here to talk about. <laughs> the rest of the Oscars? Oh my gosh. What did you think of Megan Thee Stallion? What? What did you think of Megan Thee Stallion? DJ. All right. <laughs> like I... you literally had an outline. One last for thing. This. One last thing. One last thing. Okay. 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 No, no, no. I, I'm, bring, I'm bringing it back. I'm bringing it back. Sure. I no. I'm I'm serious about this one. I wonder if this opens the like permission window for reality television. What what do you mean? Like maybe physical assaults will become no. over time. You're not no, you're not willing won't. to entertain this theory no, that I'm over not. time it will become more acceptable. No, it won't. Wow. Okay. It won't. And again, the only reason Will Smith got away with that is because he's Will Smith. I don't think it's we're, going to become acceptable. This is not Jerry Springer. We're. <laughs> that's true. That's a good point. <laughs> we're gonna put the longest pin in this because I'm gonna get to take this pin out when I'm. Hey Michelle, remember we were talking about the Oscars. Will Smith thing and da 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 and I can't believe that Troy B hit Aaron R like right in the stomach, punched him because he couldn't get alone time with Rachel or yeah, whatever. That's not gonna happen. I promise you, it's not gonna happen. You think, and especially with the Bachelor, you think that that's the show that would let that happen? No, it would be like, it would be like um, too hot to handle, or yeah, it would be girl, like. Yeah. Uh, Netflix next greenlit show is just gonna be like, like, fighting like but it's like MMA, but like that's how you get the dates. Love at first fight. Oh my right now, right <laughs> call someone. Netflix will greenlight anything. <laughs> that is so Michelle, come on, please. I love that. Love his first fight. We'll get Dana White. We'll get <laughs> We'll uncancel Joe Rogan. We'll get him. Oh my god. Oh, and you oh. bring Will Smith on to like host. Oh my <laughs> Netflix, please. There you go. We did it. Oh, we did it. One date is a is a comedy show with Chris Rock as the headliner. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, love it first fight. <laughs> okay. Not, not not as crazy as a show that we're going to talk about. Not the one we've seen, but the one that's coming out. You know, yeah, I forget what it's called. I remember, and I'm going to tease okay. that one out to keep the audience listening. Yeah, yeah. But uh, let's talk some Love is Blind. Yes, let's talk some Love is Blind. So we watched Love is Blind season two. We both went into this season with a vague idea of like who the villains were, just based on what we'd read online. Yeah, I mean, we were pretty behind, right? This has been out we for... We were so behind. Six weeks now, I That's think? That's really behind in reality well, time. It, it came out during The Bachelor, so like, yeah. I don't know, Netflix planned better. This, for this show that's coming out, they're like perfect timing. Yeah. Perfect, perfect yep, timing. Yep. Um, so, yeah, to your point, we, I wouldn't say we were spoiled, but like. Oh, no. But we had an idea. <laughs> when we saw Shake, we're like, ah, Shake. We're like, that's one of the guys who causes <laughs> problems. <laughs> the guy who the internet, like, universally hates. Yes. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we watched Love is Blind season two. How do we want to review this? Um, I think maybe we can just, like, give, like, overall thoughts and maybe talk about some sure. of the couples and moments during the yeah, show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I will say, overall, I thought that this season was done much better than season one. Yeah. And, and, and I should say, as, as a very light premise for those who may not be familiar, um, they start with, like, uh, 14 people and they meet in what they call pods, which is, like, a plush room with a lot of nice plush furniture and a big wall in, very, in the middle of it. If you've watched The Circle, it's very similar to the influencer room, but bigger. Something like that, yeah. Like, you can't see the other person. You're talking to them. You can hear them. That's yeah. the difference. Um, but you can't see them. It's yeah. just you and this other person talking through a wall, yeah. essentially. 
And you do that with a bunch of people, and then you figure out who you really like, and then you propose to them, and then you see each other for the first time, and you're like, oh my god, it turns out I love you, or whatever. And, and then dates ensue, right? Yeah. Uh, the journey begins. You get married in four weeks. So this is like, somehow like a more perverted version of 90 Day Fiance, but you know, we're here. Right. Uh, so, um... Yeah, so I don't know, you want, you want to give some of your thoughts on the, on the show in general? Yeah, <laughs> when the season started, I was very excited because there was at least two plus-size women as part of this experiment, They're, social experiment. <laughs> that, they call that every time. They're like, uh, oh, it's hosted by Nick and Vanessa Lachey, whatever. Uh, he's the 98 Degrees man. Um, and they're, they always refer to it as the experiment. And even the contestants yeah. refer to it as the experiment. Yeah, so, yeah. Ugh. So I was very excited that there was two plus size women in there. They're learning. Yeah, like I was like, how great! Not, it's not like all the contestants are beautiful. Like, I'm, oh, let me rephrase that. It's not like all of the contestants are like the bachelorette women, where it's like these size zero, like model esque women. They've been getting better. Yeah, like, yeah. Get into a size one or two. Yeah. <laughs> no, they're these. They these two beautiful, at least two beautiful yeah. plus size women. That's who we saw. What I wasn't ready for is that out of all of the people, out of all the contestants who went into the pods, they only focused on how many couples were there? Six? Six, yeah. Six couples who made it out. Yep. So that's really not a lot considering how many people went in. You start with 14, so less than half. Yeah, it's less than half the people. No, it makes sense. Not everyone's going to be ready to like fall in love or whatever. Um, And I'm curious how it works because what if... Every single person did. Are they, like, do they, would they have enough for, like, 14 things? I didn't even think about that. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, like, I'm curious how it works. Is, like... Because they sent them to Cancun. Yeah. Seemingly not cheap, but, I mean... I doubt it was cheap. The other thing is, Netflix has so much money. But, like... But they can't understand how much... And they still can't win an Oscar. Ha! Like, 14 couples worth of money? To send to Cancun? Uh, yeah, no, Netflix has crazy money. I'm also curious how they would do that just from a filming standpoint, if there was 14. That's the trickier part. The, yeah. the lens is way too wide. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I feel like these people, them being casting directors and producers and stuff, they, they know what they're doing. So they're, they're probably bringing people on where they're like, there's no way this person's going to say yes to any of this. And this person will 100% say yes. And that person's probably like a 50%. Well, here's another um, tricky thing. You think it's, like, the first six couples that, like, fall in love and say yes? I don't know. It's hard because the one thing we don't know about the show is we don't know, like, a lot of the the behind-the-scenes machinations. So we don't know. So let's take someone like um, Shayna, for example, who was, like, uh, had a lot of drama. And, you know, she was kind of lukewarm uh, on this guy Kyle and I wonder if a producer was like, just give it a shot. You don't have to go full blah, blah, blah. You get a free trip to Mexico. Yeah. But, like, could you maybe, like, try and give us a shot, right? Yeah. Um, and then she's like, all right, fuck it. I ain't got fuck all going on. So let's do it, right? So we don't know if those conversations happen, right? But it is interesting that in both seasons they got to the number six. Um, yeah. the, what's stranger is, and we're doing, like, full spoilers, by the way. So if you're not caught up, when I come back to this podcast, whatever. But full spoilers here on out. Um, two couples wind up married and the other four don't. Yes. So, like, too much of a coincidence for that to happen twice. Like, six couples are the ones who propose. Two wind up married. Like, man, those numbers really worked out for you guys. Yeah. Well, so, 
We did learn a few things. Uh, one is that the how the marriages work that they have to pay for their own stuff, right? Like everyone has to pay for their own stuff. Yeah, I was looking into this, and and I'm sorry, I can't say much because I don't remember. But I believe that it's it's not like a free wedding, right? No, it is a legally binding marriage. Yes, like you get married for real. Yeah. So like when those couples got married on the show, they were legally married on the show. So, because that was a question that came up for us as reality TV fans. We're like, is this real or is this just like a stage thing that like maybe they'll actually get married later. But for now, this isn't real. But no, like when they get married there, which by the way, dumb, because during every proposal was like, you have to answer the question, is love blind? And it's like, oh, God. But I mean, the real marriage is like the paper signing later. right? Yeah, of course. Might even be a different guy who can marry two people. Right. It's just like a judge on call or whatever. Um, But like. So, yeah, it's not strictly, like, a free wedding, right? Like, the ring is free, yeah. and, like, the... I, I'm sure probably, like, s- like stuff about the ceremony, like, maybe you have to pay for food, but, like, the venue's included. Yeah. Uh, like, the flowers you gotta pay for. So, it, you know, it's, it's probably... Because nothing's sponsored, right? Yeah, yeah. It's not like, these flowers brought to you by blah, blah, yeah, blah, yeah. blah, right? 800 flowers. Yeah, exactly. If it was yeah. sponsored, it'd all be free. Yeah. But none of it is. We know that the dresses aren't free. <laughs> the dresses are not free. Which we learned because what's-her-name picks out a dress, and then when she actually is, during her wedding day, she's wearing a different dress. It was uh, Danielle, I believe, Danielle. right? Danielle. Yeah, yeah, and this yeah, beautiful yeah. dress and then she tried and she's like this is it this is the dress and then on her wedding day she's wearing a different dress and I'm like yo that's probably getting on the expensive. cost right yeah it's probably yeah. what it was yeah yo wedding dresses okay I'm gonna say it yeah they're a scam so much money you could have ended this you could have taken out the word dresses from that sentence no I don't think weddings are a scam I think that they're way overpriced yeah. because you put wedding on any label and it becomes like 10 times more expensive yeah, than it should be that's real though that's but Right. So now imagine wedding dresses, which literally are only worn to weddings. The prices are so stupid expensive for yeah. those. Like, like crazy. No, like, so this is real, right? Let, so Michelle and I are having a baby shower up, you know, upcoming for our, for our lovely baby. Like if we were to call a florist and be like, hey, we want a few flower arrangements for a baby shower, right? Yeah. They'd probably quote us the price and say it's like $200. If like we want flowers for a wedding shower like yeah. same flowers oh twelve hundred dollars yeah. like you gotta like, this is a real thing yeah. it's crazy people yeah. just lie and say that their things aren't for weddings yeah. even when they are it's true it's take true. that one to the bank unmarried people if you plan on getting married yeah. just lie about what the use case especially, is for your flowers especially for like showers like wedding showers like just tell them like don't tell them it's a wedding shower it's like, like an anniversary or something yeah, yeah. yeah say like it's an anniversary or some some small event that you wouldn't spend too much money on flowers for yeah like it's crazy because they know that parents and stuff will like be like, oh, yeah. it's your wedding. Oh, blah, 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 blah. And it's so, so stupid. It's yeah. so stupid. Ugh. Working up the baby. Scam. <laughs> um, so, but, so it makes this show interesting because like it means the stakes are like ratcheted up in that way. Yeah. Like, I'm sure, I can't prove this, but I, I would bet a lot of money on it that they ask these people, would you... Like, 100% get married for real on the show. And some people probably like, absolutely not. And they're like, all right, we'll cast you because we need someone who would go yeah. through it but not get married. Yeah, I would. All right, we'll cast you because, you know, we need someone who will go through it. And then, well, maybe, maybe they try and get a feel. It's like, all right, we'll take a flyer on you and they cast you. Like, I'm sure they're yeah. casting against probabilities that, like, they know that are people that they will they will go through the motions of, like, going to Cancun yeah. and meeting the families and doing the apartments and blah, 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 blah. And then at the end, say, no way, Jose. Agreed. Let's talk about, let's talk about some of the couples. Yeah. Um, who was your favorite and your least favorite couple? 
right. Well, are we counting Shayna and Kyle, who, like... Yeah, they were a couple. Okay, like, easily least favorite, because they sucked. They did suck so um, hard. But you want to explain a little bit why? Yeah, so, and, you know, I, I, like, I want to deep dive, too, into this for, like, people who have or, like, haven't seen it. You know, I mean, I, if they haven't seen it, they either don't care or they have already... Well, that's what I'm so I would encourage you, if you haven't seen it, if you made it this far, to, like, go watch it. But basically the problem is, right, is, like, she committed to a relationship that she wanted to be in. And even, like, during the uh, the reunion, she's like, well, I own up to my mistake, but, like, not really. She did the fake thing that Shane... Sh- Shanae... Oh, Shanae. Oh, yeah. my God. Isn't that funny? The, it's Two blonde wild, villains. man. Shanae and w- Shayna. Wild. I'm going to mess this up for the rest of the podcast and my life uh, for as long as I'm talking about well, these knuckleheads. I mean, the easy way to remember it is that the man from this season is Shane. Yeah, the girl Shayna. And then Shayna. And it, they should have gotten together because that would just it's, been funny. Shane and Shayna. Still, still hard for the reptile brains to do in real time. Anyway, um, she committed to a relationship that she shouldn't have with Kyle. So I would encourage everyone that, like, if you made this far and even if you have no interest, um, I be- I'm like, I think it's it's the second episode where it's the reveal between Shayna and Kyle, and it's like halfway through the episode. There's yeah. the reveal, and I just want to do my best to explain my emotions through it because, like, it's just funny my lens through like how I watch reality te- uh, television and how. Reality television wants you to watch this, right? Sure. So for every reveal, they're playing the fire music. You know the music I'm talking about, yeah, they're right? They're playing some flowery the, music, some romantic, like exciting yeah. kind of music. Yeah. With with uh, as a quick aside, the 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 fake music they get for the vocals that is oh, yeah, exactly yeah. talking about what the scene is like. Yeah, yeah. You found your love. Yeah. It's your love that you found. Yeah. Right, all of the they only, as far as we know, they only used one licensed song. But through all of the, do you remember meetings, which one it was? Yeah. Uh, it was the "Say Something I'm yeah. Giving Up On You" for a sad thing, and like we were joking because like South Park just used that song, yeah. and like we're like, is this song free to use? Is this a free to use song? I'm like, can we buy it for the podcast if it's only yeah. a couple dollars? Like, oh yeah, <laughs> can you imagine if it, <laughs> we open, we open. <laughs> right, I'm digressing too much. Anyway. So they're playing that kind of really up and upbeat music, it's right? Like the, it's like the excited, romantic yeah. kind of cutesy music. So Kyle comes in, the guy's so excited. Shayna comes in mortified, right? Well, Shayna took a shot before. You remember? Yeah, yeah, she, yeah. She like took a shot before going to meet him. So and I was like, oh, good. She, she, <laughs> she, they walk up and they raise, and he wants to kiss her so bad. He's like, oh my god, you're so hot, and and she like kind of goes in and. It winds up where, like, he's kissing her teeth. It's really bad. Well, she had, like, the puckered face. It's like, she wasn't ready. And the whole time, she's just, like, backing away from yes, him. Yes, seriously. And, and, like, if you're not watching closely, I guess you might be like, oh, the music. She's, like, smiling. And he's really happy. I guess they're happy. But, like, the body language doctor, which Shayna's mom keyed real hard in on yeah. when he met the parents, was just, like, all of the red flags. Like, it, red alert, red alert, red alert. Yeah, yeah. This is just not going well. Um... Yeah, she wasn't, it was clear she wasn't into it. She wasn't into him. It was like, like, it was so apparent that, like, she just wasn't there for it. And it was, she should have, right then, she should have been like, no, sorry. My bad. Yeah. Here's your mom's wedding ring. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, oh my gosh. Yeah, it, it, it. Well, he proposed and gave her the ring right then, remember? Yeah, I know. 
but it still it's uh it was such a bad move so i just hated them because like their whole journey like like he's 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 an idiot i don't want to call the man an idiot but he's kind of dumb and he's way too self-righteous yeah and i did not care for him and Shayna is a trash human yes um because she's a liar and she it's so funny she puts on that face that that like what like that real scrunched up yeah, face where she does your eyes nose and mouth like all come to the center of your face yeah and when like anyone says anything that she disagrees with and she's like um if she would have said like hey Shayna, what do you want for breakfast and she'd be like i think i want pancakes and go back later and it's like Shayna, you said earlier that you wanted pancakes for breakfast i did not i was saying my intent for my journey of what my <laughs> breakfast would look like but i never talked about how i wanted pancakes for breakfast that's right. that's you putting words in my mouth like oh. she's just a liar yes we should also just real quickly mention that the biggest problem between these two or the biggest misalignment between these two is that she apparently very devoted catholic yeah he was an atheist yeah she explained to him this would be problematic for us um he proceeded to say no it won't be and like just ignored the fact yeah, that that would be a huge he, problem. Just put a big NBD sticker right on it. Yeah. Which, like, what's wrong with you? Um, you know, like, whatever. Your journey's your journey. But, like, yeah. really, you don't think it's going to come up or whatever? Like, you don't think it's going to be like, a problem? It's the only time she raised up, like, salient points. Like, well, what about when you have kids? And he's like, we'll figure it out. Like, you just can't. This yeah. guy was the worst. They're both the worst. They probably deserve each other. And wow. I despise them. Uh, you know who my least favorite couple who is? Who is your least favorite couple? Um... Nick and Danielle. Yeah, it's pretty so, hardcore. So the reason that they're my least favorite, and I want to start off by saying I originally liked them the most in the beginning because they seemed the most wholesome in the beginning, like within the first episode or two. They seemed like the most legit wholesome. Yeah. They seemed to have connected all on, on for like all on the right things and they had a good connection behind the wall and stuff like that. And like they both seem really genuine and I appreciated that. So then they they go to Mexico and that's where you start seeing the actual problems. Yep. Um, where like you can really see her insecurities coming through and then you really see him getting defensive. And that was like the beginning of it. And then like it only gets worse. Like each episode it got worse and worse. And towards the end, it's almost like he couldn't like do it anymore. Like anytime she got insecure, which happened a lot. He would get, like, mad at her for, like, getting insecure. And, like, he was... Towards the end, you really could feel that he had, like, such a stick up his ass that, like... Like, she had costumes, and he's like, why do you have these? He's like... And, like, she's like, we broke our table by dancing on it. And it's like... He was like... like, why did you get on the table? Yeah. Hey, man, why are you so judgy? Uh, Worth pointing out, because it feels like relevant evidence. Like, if we were to put this in a court filing. He's 36, she's 28. Right. So, there's a lot going on here. This guy, man, you couldn't I, I, I would be afraid, like, if if he had like a hair follicle that was like slightly off. Hey Nick, your hair follicles off. Why is my hair follicle off? Yeah. Why are we talking about hair follicles? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just yeah. The guy got super defensive and she was like so like insecure and like it was like a simultaneous like 
I'm afraid to lose him, but also like I feel like I'm forcing trying to make this work. And they somehow got married. Like that's oh. <laughs> wild. But they got married, but it very much felt like Nick did not want to. I think he might have been high, man. He, he like at one point he's like, "This is the happiest day of my life." He was also okay. First of all, withholding he, his left hand up he, to show his wedding. This finger. man sweat through all of the clothing he was wearing. It seemed hot, to be fair. Yeah. Okay. No one else was sweating as much as he was sweating. If you looked at the audience, everyone was just kind of sitting there. The priest was fine. He was like, this man had wet spots all over his touch. Remember around his crotch yep, and stuff? Yep. Like, he was just, like, sweating. And he seemed like, it's almost like his eyes were, like, begging her to say no. Because, <laughs> like, he just did not seem... He could have said no, but maybe he couldn't help himself. Maybe he had to say yes. Yeah. Um, I mean, they're still together, and maybe they'll yeah. have a happy yeah. marriage. So my thought was, during the show, this was my least favorite couple. But I wonder if I would like them more now, like, just as a couple. Because, you know, it's it's hard when there's all these, like, cameras on you, and there's this expectation that you have to get married within a certain amount of time. And, and like, there's so much to do within that short amount of time. And I wonder if it changes you when, like, okay, cameras are off, and you are married, and now you're just, like, a couple that's legally together. Um yeah. But, like, I wonder if that, like, now there's no pressures, you know? Yeah, I mean, it's possible. I I think I'd like to take this to, like, a broader point on that where I struggle with the show. So I liked it more than season one because I thought they just casted better. Yeah. Like, season one, I think they did a poor job of casting. Yeah. But this time, I think what I struggle with the show is... um, And we'll, like, like talk about some of the finer points after we talk about our favorite couples... um, but I, I think what's hard is that the pods are the most interesting part of the show. And then when we get, they get to Mexico, it's still kind of interesting. And then they, everyone meets back up. But, like, after that, the show, like, drops in interest. Yeah, so... For me, anyway. I I honestly would... I was fine with the amount of time that they spent in the pods this time around. Okay. Because last season, they spent a lot more time in the pods. And I remember, after a while, just not caring so much. Okay. Um... I wish I got to see more of them in Mexico. <laughs> yeah, that probably would have been more, like, money. Yeah, like, like yeah. would have been better. I, like, there apparently there were some fights or conversations or stuff that happened that we just didn't get to see that happened in Mexico. And it's like, well, show me that. That's what I want to see. Like, I want to see these conversations and arguments and everything. I, I, I will say this, man. The, 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 for me, the biggest area where the show fails is they miss stuff and you hear yeah. about it anecdotally later. And I told Michelle, this would never happen in The Bachelor. Yeah. It never, ever happened in yeah, The Bachelor. it was crazy. There was, um, Mallory and Sal got into this big argument. Didn't And they were it. like, we got into this fight. And I'm like, you guys got into a fight? And, like, we didn't get to watch that? And, like, there, there was a big, big, big fight that happened between Natalie and Shane right before the wedding. And they didn't get that. And I'm like, how did you not get this? That would have been gold to watch. Like, that's what we want to see. Like, I want to see those fights. Yeah, or even it was like a phone call. Like, just like the them yeah. with the audio or like something, man. Like, yeah. Like, you you supposedly gave them these apartments to live in. Just bug the put cameras everywhere. Like. Yeah, it, it's it, it's crazy to me that they're like able to. Yeah, I don't get stuff. it. And like, so, well, I'll get to broader points later. Um, I'd like to talk about my favorite couple, yeah, which is way less interesting to talk about, if I'm being honest. Uh, Jared and Ayana. Okay. Why? Because they didn't make me hate them. Okay. And I hated everyone else. Okay. So, 
That's where I land. Process of elimination. They got married. They seem actually happy. Good for them. Yeah. Hopefully Jarrett could stop partying or whatever. Also, Jarrett with two R's, two E's, and two T's. <laughs> Jarrett. Uh... I mean, you don't need to emphasize that extra F at the end. Um, um, make him sound Italian. Jarrett. Jarrett. Uh... <laughs> but uh, they're, they're only my favorite by process of elimination. I thought most mm. of these people were the absolute worst. Uh, how about you? So my favorite ended up being Shane and Natalie. Which was, really? Yeah, it was surprising to me, too, because I hated Shane in the beginning. I really could not stand him. I thought he was annoying. I didn't like how he talked and stuff like that. But let me tell you why. I think that throughout the throughout the process, the social experiment that happened, um, I think that they did some of the best communication work with each other. Yeah, it was mostly because Natalie was pretty good at it. Yeah, but, like, so was he. Cause, and the reason I say so was he is because he was able to express when something bothered him. Yeah, it's fair. Like, if she, like, joked around with him and he didn't like it, he told her. Yeah, and that's fair. a big thing, like, in communication. Because so many people just bottle up what they're feeling and then the other person doesn't know that it's upsetting them. And then that causes fights in the future. Yeah. But they were both good at expressing themselves, which led them to become a stronger actual couple. So then when that fight happened, which is the reason that they didn't end up getting married, yeah. I was pissed off that we didn't get to see that friggin' fight because, like, supposedly things were said, supposedly, but, like, we didn't get to see any of it. But I really felt like they had evolved the most as a couple. Like, they they went through stuff. They were able to joke around with each other, and they were able to, like, just, like, be real with each other. I don't know. I just... I get I, it. I yeah. ended up... They felt the most real to me, you know? Yeah, I get it. Especially by the end of it. And, like, by the end of it, I, I, would, like, I was able to like Shane as a person. Because, like, it felt less like an act. And I was like, maybe he's just bad at, like, dating. <laughs> like... Maybe. Maybe, maybe like, it, he's better at, like, being a fiance or boyfriend and like not so good at like that intro part well allegedly they tried dating afterwards and it just like fell apart like it didn't yeah, work that's uh, fine and like when it's not working when the cameras are off then like then it's not gonna work and that's fine um he did give us the best moment in the whole show though in my opinion good in the pods wait go ahead the uh well no just cause cause, cause you mentioned uh them the uh, mix up with mm. Shayna yeah so Natalie had come into the room and said hi or whatever. Yeah. And he was like, oh, Shayna? Who was well, the only other person he was talking yeah, to? Yeah, I think, I think like, she prompted it with, like, uh, wait, he's like, who is that? And she's like, guess who? And he was oh, yeah. like, oh, Shayna? Yeah. And then she's like, shut down. Yeah, Natalie. Like, like off switch quiet. on the robot, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's really disappointing when it's like... And, and he was like, telling us, like, like, what are you wearing? Because, like, oh, that, yeah, was their whole, that, that, that was, like, was their, their whole, whole thing bit with Shayna. And uh, uh, she's just not talking. And then he's talking and it's like, what's going on? Why are you saying anything? And yeah. he's like, it's Danielle. And like, not Danielle. I'm sorry, it's Natalie. And I'm like, he like, like tail spins. And yeah. he's like, she didn't even say like, how could you do that? I'm so upset. And he's like, look, don't be mad about this. Like, it just, it happens all the time. Like, you know, yeah. what, what yeah. are you doing? Blah, a, blah, blah, blah. First of all, I like your Shane voice. <laughs> but there's a, um, there's a reason I did not like Shane in the beginning. I thought he was such an asshole, like, in the beginning. He is. He, he told Natalie, you're the worst thing that ever happened to me. Supposedly. Yeah, so we didn't get to see we it. We didn't get to see it. Um, uh. and then, and so... When we started this podcast, I said that, or this 
this conversation within the podcast. I said that like we had learned stuff about certain people on the internet before we went into the show. So I had heard stuff about Shake being not good. Oh, Shake. Like about the things he said. So that throughout the whole season, I'm waiting to hear these things that he said. And like the stuff he said on the show wasn't terrible. And even like, so at the altar, Deep D ended up turning him down. Yeah. And he, even then, at the altar, didn't say anything bad. And I was like, I wonder what happens. But apparently it was all happened within the, what's it called? The recap? Yeah. Uh, well, not only that, right? Apparently, like, she was talking to the other girls. And it was like, you can't marry this guy because he's, like, yeah. a monster. Again, there's too much that they didn't show us. And yeah. it's, like, the biggest problem with this show. Yeah. Like, I, this show's only better than season one. But it drags so much at the end. Yeah. Like, we were just, like, skipping shit at the end. We're like... We we legitimately, like, skipped a bunch of the wedding stuff because we're like, don't well, care. no. We were skipping the recaps because, like, I don't need to see the recaps. Yeah. Stuff. yeah like, I literally binged this show. I don't need to see the recaps. <laughs> like, um, use that time on more conversations. Yeah. But... Yeah. Yeah, so, like, that was just, like, a funny moment that happened. <laughs> the best thing in the show it was, like, so good. It's hard. They need more stuff like that, but there's only so many ways you could do it like that. Like, the the good thing is, like, Love is Blind versus, like, The Circle. Love is Blind is trending up, where The Circle yes. is cratering oh so God. fast. Yeah. Uh, I forget who said to us that they watched The Circle and it wasn't as good as the first season. And we were like, oh, it only goes down, yeah. like, from here. Like, like, it proceeds to go down. Season two is tolerable, mostly because Chloe is in it. Yeah. But then it's just, like... Season three is a garbage fire. Yeah, it's all garbage fire. And, like, I, like, I don't watch Love is Blind season three, because I'm like, yeah. well, like, maybe some shit Maybe they'll improve it more. Like... Also, so much time has passed, like, you forget. Yeah, And, like, that true. helps, right? Well, we were hesitant to watch season two because yeah. we remembered how much we did not enjoy season one. and But then the reason we got into season two is because the internet was really, like... On top of it. And I'm glad we did watch it. Actually, one thing I'd like to mention that I think that this season did so much better than the previous season is that they let the couples interact with each other in, like, Mexico and, like, past the pods. They let the couples interact with each other, which is great because you got to see, like, the people who didn't choose each other, like, all those awkward conversations, all that juice that, like, you didn't get from the first season. Like, that was awesome and such a good call on their part. Yeah, probably they'll have, like, more stuff like that. Um, I I will say, overall, I thought it was, like, a pretty good season of television. Yeah. Um, I, oh, <laughs> so, this is one thing I found interesting. Shake. Yes. Our boy Shake. I don't feel like talking that much about much about Shake, because I think the internet got it, but from my perspective, he's a scumbag. I mean, yeah. I think the internet knows he's a scumbag. I think everyone on the show knows he's a scumbag. Yeah. What yeah. I found interesting was, like, he was trying to talk about on the show. It's like, I got, like, edited bad, right? Uh, He's like, let's talk about being edited. And I can't believe that just, like, a blowed art didn't, like, hit his neck. And, like, yeah. well, it's Can't also, talk about it, guys. It's also crazy because, like, having had watched the whole season, I didn't think he got a bad edit. I, I didn't necessarily agree with why he chose not to, like, why he didn't like Deep Tea, but also, like, there was a part of me that's like, I guess I could kind of understand, like, if you can't get past that mentality of being, like, physically attracted to this person, like, if you can't get past that, then, like, that's just you. But I, I wouldn't say 
he got a bad edit. No worse than like Mallory did. Or no worse than like any of these other people who didn't end up with their significant other. It seems like he got the best edit possible because it seemed like the things we didn't see were like monstrous. Yeah. Like it seemed like this guy was like a real monster. Yeah. <laughs> so I, it looked to me like he got a pretty good... Because like the show got you to believe that like he had changed, right? And even like they yeah. were saying like... You know, Shake, I thought in the beginning, like, you know, it really did see a change in you, and, like, the process was really working, but then something happened. Like, yeah. Something didn't happen. Just the guy was yeah. a scumbag. And, um, but, by the way, uh, I love during the reunion, like, Vanessa Lachey gets, like, so holier than thou yeah. on him, and it's like, lady, like, your bosses, like, cast him. So, yeah. like, chill the hell out. Yeah, right? I, will, I will say that when it comes to a host in events like these... I need a blank slate who's not going to get emotional. I just need someone there to direct the conversation. Yeah. Yeah. And like, and I'm not saying not get emotional at all, but Vanessa Lachey like gave him attitude and I didn't Uh, need that. Also with no audience to back her up. So it's like, yeah, right. So she just sounds like a crazy person in a room. Yeah. Like, like for me, right. Like, like Jesse Palmer, like I think he's that very even keeled, but like he'll throw some empathy in there. Like, right. How did that make you feel, Gabby? Yeah, yeah. Mm. Well, not even just that. You know who did a good job at throwing some shade without being too overbearing about it? Who hosted um, F Boy Island? Oh, uh, Nikki Glaser. She did a great job at the end when Gar- Jared, whatever the guy's name, Garrett. No, I think it was, was it Garrett? Yeah, I think it was Garrett. When he said that he was an F Boy, yeah, and she she like said some things. They were scripted, but I just thought that it was managed better it wasn't all like emotion fueled yeah. I, I do recall saying at the time on the podcast I thought it was a little over the top but... I don't think it was over the top I think what what Van- Vanessa yeah Lachey did that was uh, over the hers top hers was like what? that's right the, I, hers was over the top I, I thought Nikki Glaser's was a little much see so. I I disagree I think <laughs> Vanessa Lachey's was like way over the top like she was emo- like she was mad it's almost like um, it was like someone wronged her friend and maybe she became friendly with the women but still you gotta as the host of the show you have to like take a step back yeah i'm also mad the show lied like that that's my other thing it's hard hard to me get past how much the show freaking lied um so yeah i um i don't know do you guys do you have any um other thoughts on the show anything else you wanted to talk about any highlights or um not particularly i i think the season was better I was happy with, like, the pacing, but also, I mean, we already talked about pretty much everything. They, for me, the biggest thing is that they need to show all the, like, they need to show, they need to pick and choose the fights, but they need to film all the fights, all the, everything. They should be filming everything and just going through all of it. The the stuff needs to be more in a bubble, I think, like, how The Bachelor does it. Like, and I don't even mean, like, COVID bubble. Like, it's always a bubble, right? It's like... They go to a different country, and then they have, like, the hometowns and the fancy suites, and it's all contained. Yeah. And I think they need to do that for this because it seems kind of, like, weirdly open where it's like, we'll go to this guy's apartment, and then this girl's place. Yeah. Right? It's like, okay, it's all in Mexico, and you're filming the whole thing. And then it's all in the, like, apartments that they get for them in Chicago or whatever. And then, like, have the families come to the apartments, right? Like, it needs to be more of a control. Yeah. Because... As is, it feels kind of chaotic toward the end, and it kind of loses the thread. Yeah. Because then, like, things happen, you're like, wait, 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 why did that happen? Why did Mallory, like, all of a sudden lose interest, right? 
why did the sister go like okay and then the next scene like start crying well, like no it's not okay that's what happened with um that's what felt like it happened with Natalie and Shane because like they were so game to get married up yeah. until the wedding day and then they're like we had a huge fight and I was like what like you guys had a huge fight also it was one where Natalie seemed like ravaged by it yeah like, she seemed like so effed up by yeah it. yeah seriously and I was like that I need to see that yeah it's true um also the one crazy note that I thought of is that out of all the people who did the rejections, it was all the women except for the one where I thought it was going to be the woman. Yeah. So, true. like, it was all the women who turned the men down, except for the scene um, with Sal and Mallory. Yeah. And that was one where I was assured Mallory was going to be the one to turn him down. Yeah. Um, and it's another confusing thing. Like, did something happen with Sal? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Did, did the Jared thing really like you never know right but um yeah. I, I, I overall it's a pretty good show yeah, yeah. pretty good pretty, yeah. pretty good yeah you were pretty addicted like in the beginning I, well, if, the beginning was great yeah. the show ended after episode 4 best show of all time I really don't <laughs> care how it ends what you've showed me already is plenty um I guess we're done after the time I was done with the Danielle Nick stuff by like the uh the third episode or whatever um that's not true like the seventh but anyway uh so yeah, that's Love Is Blind season two. Well, Would you recommend people watch it? Yeah, yeah. If you, I mean, if you enjoy shows like The Bachelor and like reality shows, then yeah, yeah give it a watch. All right. I don't even. If you've never seen season one, just skip it. Just watch season yeah, two. Yeah, it's, uh, it's all like same premise. So it's like The Bachelor. They they introduce it every time. Yeah, yeah, and um, it's also like just better. So like if you've never yeah, seen season yeah. one, don't even bother with it. Like just yeah. watch season two. Like <laughs> don't waste your time. <laughs> oh, that's so true. Um, why don't we talk about some stuff that's upcoming? Well, let's talk about the show that they premiered yeah. or introduced during teased, this. Yeah. The show that they teased during the reunion yeah. of this show. Yeah, so it's called The Ultimatum. Would you like to explain yes. the premise of this banana show? Yes. So <laughs> couples go on to this show. Yeah, like an established like an establi- couple. Yeah. Established couples go on to this show because one of the people of the couple is ready to get married and is posing an ultimatum to the other yeah. person. I don't know if the ultimatum is always marriage, but it's like some ultimatum, right? It Maybe seems, it's like move in or whatever. It seems but... like it's primarily marriage. Sure. Um, but yes, we don't entirely know exactly what everything is. It seems it's had open-ended, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah it's open-ended. So now what what they do is they they take these couples, they split them apart, and they have them move in with other couples. Yeah. So like... Person A and person B split up, and then person B goes to live with person C. Yep. And and then Who came in with person D, right? Right. Yeah. 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 So then, at the end, or this is what we know so far, having no other knowledge. Yeah, I'm sure there'll be more bells right. and whistles. Um, that person B has to choose if they want to go back to person A. Or if they want to continue with person C by the end of it. It's crazy. I'm like, why would anyone... Like, now... There's just... I have so many questions. Yeah, there's a lot of questions. There's a lot. Like, I'm sure... I'm hoping that, like, we're missing something. Like, they just... Maybe when we hear all the rules. Yeah. Or, like, when we understand exactly what's going down, it'll make more sense. But right now, it's a very similar air of, like, we're going to have two bachelorettes. And it's like, well, how's that going to work? Who's to say? Yeah. Um, so this show comes out April 6th. 
Ooh, uh, so soon. The, 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 the first batch, because they're doing the batches. Yeah. So that's next week, and then we're not on for another two weeks. So we'll probably be able to cover some of it yeah. next episode. All right. Yeah. And it's well, hot and fresh, so it'll be good. Yeah, yeah. But we also, I also said that I want to, I do want to cover the courtship before we get right. to to uh, beyond it. Yeah. So, and I, I don't think everything's out for that yet. So that's that's pretty good. We So next episode, we'll do the courtship. Yeah. Which for those who aren't following, it's NBC's slash Peacock's, um, like, Bridgerton dating show. Yeah. We're, we're gonna try to watch, like, two episodes, and we'll see if it's worth continuing. Yeah. But... But, you know, you got to give dating shows more than one episode yeah. to watch. So so we'll try watching two, and we'll see if it's worth continuing. Yep. Um, otherwise, bleh. <laughs> so we'll have the report for you next week uh, on both um, The Ultimatum and, and the, the courtship. courtship. The Courtship, you can watch on NBC or Peacock, and The Ultimatum is Netflix. Yes. All right. And uh, in two weeks, we'll yes. have all that for you. Yes. Um, so, yeah. Anything else? Follow us at Rose's Rejections on Twitter. Yep. Um, check out the way too early Oscar podcast on the Pop Break Podcast Network. Yep. Where, as I mentioned, a, a bunch of us uh, Pop Breakers got together to talk about the Oscars. We we go over everything. Um, and it, it was the, we we recorded that night, so it's like the early, early, oh, yeah. early reactions, like before we knew yeah. anything. So yeah, I was asleep because <laughs> like asleep. <laughs> so a little little we can give sure. folks a look behind the curtain. Yeah. So uh, I'm sure Bill won't mind. Uh, every year, the um, Pop Break has an Oscar pool mm-hmm. where all the writers and podcasters participate in. Yes. You participate. I yep, every year. Um, and I would say Michelle's... Um, so my, my ballot is a very go-with-your-head ballot, right? Yes. Like, maybe I don't think that it's what should win, but I'm like, well, it's going to win, so i got to pick it. Mm. Where Michelle's, if I can correctly characterize yours, is a go-with-your-heart uh, ballot. Yes. As- always. Yeah. Yeah. I pick I pick the ones that I feel the strongest about. Unless I haven't seen any of the ones in the category. Like the... Um, animated short. Animated or shorts like or the documentary. documentary. If I haven't had the chance to watch any of the ones in the documentary, then I'll go with whatever the favorite is. Yeah. But if I have seen it, or at least seen some of the ones in the category, I try to go with what I believe to be the truth. So I never win. <laughs> I never, ever what? win. Although I'm not going to lie, this year, being like um, being like 20 weeks pregnant, I'm like, I was like, oh God. I, I, and I don't even want to say, I hope I don't win. But I was like, I'm, I don't think I'm going to win. But if I do win, we're going to have to talk. Because like... <laughs> But it's fine, because I almost got last place, so... I, that's well, what happens when you listen to your heart. <laughs> I think one of these years you'll win. Eh, I don't think so. Uh, the so, Academy and I do not align. <laughs> <laughs> um, check that out. Check out the other um, Pop Break um, podcast, Live Left Lovely. Um, the TV Break is going to be covering Moon Knight. Ooh, well, that's very exciting. I'm so excited very for excited that. for Moon Knight. Um, out by the time you're listening to this on Disney+. Plus. Go check out Moon Knight. I guess. Maybe it sucks, but from what I read, it's pretty good. It looks um, good. Check Twilight out, looks good. yeah. Check out mostly nitpicking, um, where we just covered the second Twilight movie. Uh, we will be covering <laughs> Morbius uh, and Sonic the Hedgehog, which are some big movies coming Is that out in April. Doing Twilight because Morbius, yeah. It's and, very funny. Well, and like we started, so we have to finish it. Yes, so, I'm like, excited. This is like yeah. the one movie line where like I'm yeah. having fun. <laughs> Like watching with you. Anything that's like loosely connected, we're going for. So um, please check that out at Melissa Picking. And uh, yeah, that that's it for now. So we'll see you in two weeks with, Br- uh, I almost said Bridgerton. I'm, I thought you said Bruno. <laughs> with Bruno. We don't talk about Bruno. With the ultimatum and the courtship. Yes. The courtship ultimatum. <laughs> the courtship ultimatum. And check out uh, Love at First Fight.
coming to Netflix soon. <laughs> With your host, Will Smith. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Love you.